I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings Dude, that's pretty oh, cool. Man, that is good. I'm just that sad. Is sad. Wow. <laughs> Dude, that's pretty good. This is Dick Lee bringing you weekly interviews with F3 Omaha Packs, exploring their F3 experiences and finding those sticky elements that create the glue in the gloom. All right, this one uh, a lot of people have been waiting for. Uh, this is the official Burpee King of the South. Uh, I don't know if that's his name or, or not, but uh, actually one of the guys um, that I knew before uh, F3, and he actually knew me when I was pursuing my my failed uh, wellness business. I don't know if you know uh, guys remember that story, but um, also a guy that is just passionate about what we're trying to do within F3 and that shows up in his leadership and any conversation you have with him. Uh, and I got to work out with this guy this morning. So, um, and man, he just looks good for being in, in the respect crowd. So Duras, uh, good to see you, man. Um, why don't you start us off with sort of where, uh, who aged you? What was your first workout like? Where was it at? Was it difficult? You know, all, all those juicy details. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me, Plague. Really appreciate it. Long time listener, first time caller, I would call it. <laughs> so yeah, I enjoy it. But yeah, so Animal House EH'd me, and we've been friends longer than most of our packs have been alive. Uh, probably 43 years. We met in second grade, and we've kind of been through all of the life experiences together. Uh, all the list the list of things you shouldn't do growing up uh, you had to do it once to figure out you shouldn't do that we did a lot of those together and then he's brought me into a lot of positive things too that oh he first talked me into doing marathons I, I still hate running uh, he talked me into running two miles I didn't want to go I was pretty sure I was wearing just mowing shoes because they were athletic shoes at one time <laughs> didn't want to do two miles sucked hated it he somehow talked he should be in sales he somehow talked me into doing a, a marathon by the end of it so we come back sign up for a marathon they've done three marathons thanks to animal house and he he eh'd me and brought me out um took a while because i was doing my own thing just working out in the basement and was having some results so i was like why change it uh, i didn't realize what i didn't have mm. and doing things with other people so yeah my first workout was a murph at titan alley on it was a labor day so my two years coming up i think it was september 6 of 2021 nice and i did think it was challenging um oddly enough it's so the the one mile run at the beginning of the end murdered me uh, I'd been doing P90X, so like the push-ups and the, I, I did all 100 pull-ups, uh, could easily do the pull-ups and thought, this is all the push-ups and pull-ups you do, and then, yeah, I could not make it, that that run just absolutely murdered me, I tried not to let it show, just, you know, your first post, you don't know that it's not really like a, that's fine, if you can't make it, no. <laughs> but, yeah, so it was, I thought it was challenging, I, I liked seeing people, I work from home. So with COVID, I'd been living just a totally isolated life. Mm. Um, 
It was one of my few times, first time I could remember seeing more than one person and actually talking to them. Uh, so yeah, I enjoyed it. How, how about the, the name Duracell? How did we land on that? You know, there's, I, I know Swiper gave it to me, which is no surprise if you post in Sarpy, it's either Swiper or Knobs. And the best post, the best workouts ever are when Swiper and Knobs are both there and oh. they're arguing over the name. It's, oh man, if you can get next to one of those guys, especially Knobs, you can hear Knobs is talking under his breath and it's the funniest stuff you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> G-String and I will physically fight to be next to Knobs during a Navy. Uh, no, it's, it's a blast. But where I think it came from was, I've, I've narrowed it down to like three things. One was I was trying to do, before joining F3, I was trying to get to 365 days of 1,000 calories on my watch. And I was over 300. Um, and I got a hernia really bad. Uh, my ab or my intestines were popping out through my ab wall. And for a couple of weeks, I would literally have to hold it in oh, wow. uh, while I was exercising. Yes. And so when I went and got surgery, the guy like called me a dumbass. Um, literally <laughs> called me a dumbass. He's like, were you exercising for like a while after you had this? I was like, yeah. He, he called me a dumbass, but I probably needed it. But so there was that. And then I said, I do have a tough time sitting still. Um, and then someone was kind of, before it started, you know, I, I showed up early and everybody just kind of milling around, you know, I don't know how many Murphs they did. That was the first time I, it was Labor Day. So probably more than one, maybe even three. So I showed up for one and someone was like, oh, are you nervous? And I was like, no, man, I'm really excited about it. And Someone was chirping. I can't even remember. Like, we'll see what you say about that in a little bit. Uh, so yeah, I made. Uh, I did the part that was hard for most people, which is the pull-ups. And but yeah, the running to me was that was a wake-up call because I hadn't ran ten feet in years. You know, I'd done I'd done marathons with Animal House. We did one like in 2015. And I said I'm never doing this again, and I've mm -hmm. kept my word. He did not. He he kept doing them. Yeah. But, uh, and then he got his foot injury, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but he's been a blessing to me to get me out into, into this. And, yeah, to try some other things. Um, he's inspired me to do a lot of physical things that it's maybe I'm easily, I'm easily influenced. So, yeah, pretty much all the challenges we have is like, okay, sounds good. And I don't really think about it. And then I get committed to doing these crazy things. So. Well, like, the, like the burpee challenge right i mean i think the <laughs> you know, i think I, I do want to get your thoughts on you know so from a fitness perspective right i think you've continued to do you do i, I think you've done apex right a few times um you know and the burpee challenge i mean um, yeah you know touch on those items how have those helped just with fitness for you yeah apex to me is one of my favorite things about f3 because it's I'm, I'm a goal-oriented person just because I can, I don't know, like a lot of guys in F3, we're all or, we're all or none. Um, we're maybe the worst moderators in of all men. Uh, that's why we're out there at 4.45 in the morning or whatever. Yeah. Um, just that's what I've observed from the group, uh, myself included. So I can either, I have to have a goal or was, if I fall off the rails, I mean, it's going off in a hurry. Um, so that apex has really helped me with my goals. Um, 
so I have goals of what I want to do with the burpees. Um, the two big ones for me right now are the push-ups, the T Merkins, and then I want to get to 100 T Merkins and 50 leg tucks. Oh, okay. my goal. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I ever get there, but uh, I mean, I'm big into the. I love that one because I like the mental side of physical activity that's very intriguing to me um so i do like last year i i did set the one the year of the merkins but i mean it almost makes me mad though because there's way better athletes out there than me i, I consider myself a very average athlete mm -hmm. but i'm intrigued by the mental part because before it starts i'm probably well, maybe the only one who convinces myself that I'm going to do a hundred before mm -hmm. it starts. Um, so yeah, I, I would love us to look at that more as, you know, as a group, as F3, like remove your mental limitations and see what happens. Yeah. Where does that mindset come from for you? Is that something you were taught growing up or just something you kind of picked up over the years? Uh, maybe my, probably my dad, my dad was a baseball coach for 40 years and it continues to be a good influence on me. I great parents, very active parents. Uh, you know, to this day, I, I get a message from my parents every day. You know, mm -hmm. I send them one back. Um, you know, with his coaching, that I don't. To me, it's it's something that I've picked up on, and just I've tried little things. Like I love, I'm not really a reader, but I watch a lot of YouTube videos, oh, yeah. and some of the things I've done, like. Oh, breathing, working on your breathing, whether you're doing burpees or merkins or whatever. And then, but I'll try these things and think, oh, geez, I did improve. And with the breathing was a lot. Yeah. Like, focusing on breathing. But then you wonder, like, did you improve because of the breathing or did you improve because you expected to do better? Right. And they're both there. So you yeah. can't prove it. No. You just know you improved. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I would love to have some tests done, but. Yeah, that's fascinating. I think too, like I, I know the mental aspect of being next to a group of guys versus just being like by myself. You know, I've, I've noticed like I can run further if I'm having a conversation with somebody and I can, you know, I can do burpees faster. I've, I've certainly done a lot of burpees on my own, but that's a, there's a <laughs> lot of mental work that it takes to just um, push through that. You know, it is a fascinating uh, thing. Yeah, I, I would love to, for the apex, this would be, you know, sometimes you go in and before any of those exercises, someone says like, well, what's a good number? Yeah. You know, I think in the apex, like I think probably 60 is a good number for the Merkins. What if they said 120? Just totally pull a guy's leg. What would happen though? Yeah. Would a guy knock out 80, 90, 100 because he thought most people are doing 120? Like, I don't know. I'm I'm really intrigued by it yeah um, so that's something i try to convince myself that i can do more than i you know if i was in vegas and was going to bet actual money on it, i wouldn't bet that number but yeah <laughs> it's intriguing though try it sometime, like just convince yourself like fully convince yourself that you're going to do way more than you're used to doing and see what happens yeah i love it i, I want to get your thoughts too i mean from a first f perspective um, what have you seen just sort of, you know, as you, as you age, right. Cause I think you sort of 
I mean, to me, you're like the invisible man, right? You, you've been able to age seamlessly and you are, it seems like you're getting healthier as you know, or you're able to do more as you've gotten older. I mean, what's been the secret or how has F3 helped or has it played a role in any of that? Oh yeah. I'm definitely more well-rounded than I've ever been and more consistent. Um, Cause yeah, I mentioned being all or none. So I would do these programs. Yeah, I've done like P90X and Sandy, a bunch of those. Um, over and over, but it, it consist, I would not have been as consistent, you know, for two years. That's as long as I've been, but um, being forced to do things like running, like I don't, didn't like to do, you know, for a long time I went to the gym and you would do your favorite stuff over and over and over. And now it's like, you're doing whatever that guy says you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so yeah, I truly love that about it. That now you could, you know, if someone said, Hey, do you want to go work out? Or if you go down range and, Right when I started after I had been real concerned about what are you you gonna do that I I really don't care anymore unless it's run faster than eight minute mile pace because I can't do that for more than a couple hundred yards you know like I'm I'm not a good runner at all but I think a couple things keep me going that that's yeah the the variety is great uh, Mm -hmm. for me but to be honest at my age it's a kind of a morbid fear of the point of no return Hmm. that someday, you know, I like to get after it. Um, Someday I won't be able to do that. And when I go to things that are age appropriate for me, like uh, seeing high school friends, like I get kind of almost depressed, man. Like, so I'll try to EH guys. And there's a few that I thought, geez, I'm going to make sure like KOA or sticks or one of these medical guys can show up because (laughs) Yeah. Dude, we might have a problem with this guy yeah. after it. but yeah for me it's a, just like looking at people and thinking like how does that happen you know um mm. and some of it you know it is genetic or an illness but then when it's life choices man that I, I have a fear of letting my own life choices get in the way of continuing to do what i like to do and yeah you know, play sports of my kids and so yeah kind of morbid fear push, pushes me yeah i i would listen to a, a different podcaster on my drive home this morning and um this guy was talking about he actually has on his on his desktop a sort of countdown to like you know his you know like when he will be 75 or whatever the life expectancy is. And I, I thought, well, that's one way to do it. I don't know that I want to, you know, have that reminder all the time, but um, yeah, it's kind of interesting. I, so tell me um, too, cause I, I do think, you know, something that uh, I definitely appreciate about you is just the variety uh, that you mentioned and you, you know, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about uh, leadership, uh, uh, you know, and obviously you led the steel mill, but um, from a fitness perspective, it feels like you're finding a lot of variety within F3. And I see you even coming up with your own, you know, the, the murder buddy foo-foo or this running or uh, rucking burpee mile. Um, so you <laughs> feel like you've got access to a lot of options to be well-rounded. Yeah, I do. And I guess the beautiful thing about this, well, I get bored easy. So I'm always looking to change something, but the beautiful thing about this, like with queuing, I heard you mention the word euphoria previous podcasts and i probably still have it even though i've been doing it two years um i love it just because i'll get some idea in my head and these knuckleheads who show up at 5 15 in the morning they'll do it with you 
Yeah. <laughs> so, I absolutely love that. That no one ever says a word, they just do it. Um, so I like to try things and then you have guinea pigs to try it with you, but yeah, I'll never cue anything I haven't done on my own. Benefit of working from home. So if I get called on unexpectedly on a conference call, like half the time I'm out of breath. Um, because I'll be doing something stupid, like trying to make up a new burpee or whatever. Um, so, but yeah, I'll, I try all those things um, on my own. So I love seeing what other people came up with. That wheelbarrow market thing today was great. You know, that yeah. was cool. Yeah. Uh, I've always liked to do in my own fitness when I was working out on my own. Like that P90X is a great example. You get real bored if you do that because you're doing the same thing over and over. So modify to me means you got pretty good at it how could you make it harder make it harder uh, yeah so when i so that's what i try to take to my cues um take a, an exercise and see how you can make it harder yeah i love coming up with the burpee different variations of burpee or the other one i got going through my head and when i get it all together i'm gonna have to get on the cue schedule somewhere is shake weight <laughs> remember the shake weight oh yeah yeah <laughs> so i want to either do that with a a coupon or weight uh yeah. talk to talk to uh I, I feel like slow pitch and tater one time let a workout and they brought a shake weight like somebody had a oh. shake <laughs> so. it. i didn't know that yeah this won't actually use a shake weight it'll just be i think you could make it real challenging though i've tried it i just don't have enough to make it a full workout maybe like one little round or a pre-thing or something sure that's awesome yeah. well i i certainly i love it just your you know passion and engagement for the first half and you know i'm curious your thoughts as you have thought about you know your relationship with animal house over time and just getting to know some of the guys uh in f3 what was what's the the second f uh, fellowship piece been like for you in the last couple of years yeah lifesaver um yeah i mentioned i work from home I, I used to see people all the time and then i had a different job that i was supposed to travel more than i wanted to and then i my transition to this department was literally held because of covid like mm -hmm. it was held up like i got offered the job yes you're going there and there's like wait we don't know what we're doing right now you know nobody did so you can't start here. And then they figured out like, oh, you don't need to travel. You can do all this through calls. So now we never go anywhere. Uh, oh. It's rare for me to go, um, which I didn't want to travel that much. But I realized after a while, like not seeing people, uh, you know, I'm not built that way. I need some kind of social interaction. So before F3, I'd go to the store for one thing that I didn't really need and would probably creep people out. I would talk to any stranger <laughs> or walk by. <laughs> the checker, like, I would go to a checkout lane where someone was working there and they had to talk to me, you know? So um, the second F for me has been a game changer. I've mentioned this before to people, but you know, I considered Animal House my only in-person friend before I started F3. But then the reality is we were only doing something in person like once every six months. Mm -hmm. I really had no friends like in person. Mm -hmm. You know, there's people that guys that would text funny little jokes to or whatever every day, but I didn't have any in-person friends. Now, if you think about, you know, your F3 friends that you do consider lifelong friends um, and would do anything for, and they would do anything for you, you know, that I've never tried to write it out, but it's, you know, well over a hundred. Yeah. You know, it's a bunch. Yeah. So very thankful. 
That's awesome. How do you feel like you were able to build relationships as you joined the group? Was it pretty simple, just going to coffee, asking questions, or what was your experience with that? It's I kind of started with the people who would push each other back and like push you. For me, that um, anybody's willing to get after it, um, I kind of gravitate towards them. Um, unfortunately, I can't go to coffee because I have young kids and. My wife likes to leave for work at seven. So I typically go close to stay and then have to run out. I would love to go, even though I don't drink coffee, I would love to just hang out, talk mm-hmm. to people. But yeah, after I get into pre-running a little bit, that's helped. But uh, I just make a conscious effort to talk to somebody that I don't, I don't know as well um, at the workouts. And then um, I really enjoy coming up with, for some reason, people ask me about cue ideas. So I'd love to be in a site queue because oh. like the VQs or you know, being a site queue of a wake site, and there's only two in Omaha. Most people are queued. If they hadn't queued there before, that was probably their first wake queue. So oh. they were, there was a lot of questions about that. And you know, to me, it's easier. Mm-hmm. You have an accessory. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. pick your favorite exercise. Just get on the ground, you know, pick up your weight, find a way to do your favorite exercise with your weight. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet I really enjoyed those type of discussions and got to know people and yeah. Um, yeah. And treated by COTs. And... Well, and I, I love, you know, I think there's a lot of guys that are in a similar scenario, right? One reason or another aren't always able to attend coffee. And so, you know, it's, it's pre-runs or maybe even during the workout, right? Where you're still getting uh, opportunity to connect with the guys around you. So I, I love uh, that you have found that. I'm curious your thoughts with any of the other like second F events or, um, you know, have you been able to participate in any of those or the, I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you having younger kids, so I can guess what your answer is, but. Yeah, you know, I, do, I can make it to what we call it fairy nectar, which is the name of a beer, not a, even a bar. I go there at cross strain because it's near my house and it's oddly enough, Mike, my, my free time is during the day. Hmm. Uh, it's friday at, and i'm usually asking like can somebody go at three you know and i might be able to stay for a half an hour or whatever but there's usually somebody you know one or two guys will show up oh, um, nice. yeah i have a tough time getting to the other um you know normal free time for people outside of i can do stuff during eight to five because uh, my work schedule no one really knows what i'm doing anyway um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> we don't we don't meet each other in person and they yeah. have no idea what you're doing so um yeah i i do enjoy the third f stuff uh, i get oddly excited about the blood drives mm-hmm. uh, i brought an fng to the blood drive oh awesome that was cool he ironically is had a long-term injury that he got picking up a cinder block. That's the oh. irony. I think he would love our group, but he said he can't hold day-to-day items. And like most guys, he's stubborn to go to the doctor. He keeps trying to wait it out. And then he will do some small type of exercise to test it. And it's not. Did, he, did you name him? Did they get a name or no? No, he didn't. Uh, dang it, we should have done that. You know, It's kind of different there because people are kind of coming and going. And a lot of people are hooked up to to bleed or whatever and, <laughs> yeah. but he he was fascinated by the group it was kind of fun to see someone's reaction of you know how we interact with each other and something like that 
Mm-hmm. You know, and, and a lot of the guys aren't the guys that you work out with every day. You know, you've right. maybe heard their name, but it's all of F3 Omaha, not the ones at the closest AOs to you. Um, right. But that was fun. That that third F events have been good for me, good for my second F. Um, yeah. I love that. I, tell me about like um, other, just thinking of the the fellowship piece and, you know, like shield lock or even just, um, you know, sometimes it's, we've got, you know, maybe it's a WhatsApp channel or just being able to exchange a text message with, with guys. Have you been able to uh, engage in any of those things? I know you've got your first uh, respect beat down uh, tomorrow, right? Uh, yeah. So, I'm going and uh, I tater kind of, I, I won't say, I was considering going, but it's a little farther away than I like, you know, so I'll be nervous all night tonight, all day tomorrow. Like, will I get home on time to, so mm-hmm. my wife can get to work at seven just because, you know, I have to take over. So she has time to get herself ready. Mm-hmm. I'd be out the door by seven. But um, he said, Hey, are you going? And I was like, uh, yeah, probably. He's like, Oh, cool. Then uh, you can be my guest. Then I'll go. And uh, I don't even know why somebody who's not 50 wants to go. I mean, to me, it's kind of like, I'm excited to go because I like, you know, I like everybody. But then, yeah, this, you know, my, my own age bracket, I'm just intrigued because I've never been there. But at the same time, it's like, you're admitting the reality that you are old. Uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe the first time you claim the senior discount, I'd be like, oh, this is kind of cool, but, but. Yeah. I'm, I have to be old to get here, so yeah. uh, I know it's bittersweet. I guess I don't know. It should be. It should be just like a weight workout, right? You, you're working out with a, an accessory. You just it's a cane instead of a weight, right? No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do giggle about what will happen when we're like 75 years old. I wonder. You know, are we going to need a first watch for brunch? You know. Or, I think so. walkers. Yeah, I, I, I ain't doing that no more. Hey, brother, we'll still be doing burpees. I think. I don't know. Yeah, that's. You know, I hope, man. Yeah, I, can't I hold me down. Yes, that's for sure. What? Um, I just because you mentioned a couple times. Remind me, how old are your kids? Six and nine. Okay. So my dad would say, "You couldn't figure that out, could you?" See, one of grandkids. But yeah, I. It, we had my first kid the day if he was one day later i'd have been 43 okay um, so our birthdays are back-to-back days um and, i don't know i just i took me a long time to grow up well that's assuming i don't know part of me is still not growing up yeah what i'm a kid, uh, I'm a kid at heart <laughs> what is there anything in in that space of sort of maturing or growing up that you feel like you would share part of your story so guys could learn from from you yeah having kids was a big part of growing up for me um most of my adult life and a lot of my friends were having kids and stuff were like i had a good job for my age and bought a house when i was like 25 and we'd throw these knockdown, drag out raging parties um we had a couple that we had to move the furniture out of the house because there were so many people. Uh, lost a job over a party once, mm. wouldn't change it. Um, but that was, you know, I just wanted to not worry about bills and have beer money. Um, mm. And that was my life for a while. I was happy doing it. I didn't care if I came home until Sunday, you know, on the weekend, Friday night, just 
I get all excited about that, not knowing what's going to happen over the weekend. But then, yeah, having kids and like really feeling that responsibility to someone other than or yourself. That mm-hmm. so we were, I was married for about ten years before we had kids, but we both kind of did our own thing. I mm-hmm. could no longer throw knock down, drag out, raging parties, mm-hmm. but uh, it was really the kids that changed my look on you know responsibility that I, I felt like responsible to do a good job and things like that but um really wasn't challenged to be more of a an adult yeah. <laughs> until kids came along and maybe that's why i subconsciously didn't want to have them for a lot um, hmm. you know, I, I love having them but yeah it was time to grow up yeah um, i still ring and run and do stupid stuff like that yeah what uh i don't know if i'll ever grow up yeah well that's you know i think it's an interesting thing right you think about like reinvigorating male community leadership and i know along my journey i have struggled with my ability to have fun right and sort of taken myself and just life too seriously um you know so i think there's room you know for it to like life should still be fun but there's a responsible way uh yeah but maybe that we could be doing that um so you know any anything you would share with maybe younger guys that are in that space of uh you know wanting the house and the beer money to and the raging parties i know we have a lot of guys that are not even married yet or yeah i would say enjoy it i would say enjoy it while it lasts for one uh but still yeah try to maybe make some goals for yourself beyond beer money um that would be good get yourself financially set that i could have i was in a position having you know having a house having roommates it was a very cheap way to live and i spent that in a fun way instead Mm. of you know i could have been building towards a future it's not like i was ever hurting but i could have been really set if i wouldn't have been worried about hot tubs and stuff like that you know extreme fun money or sounds like fun to go to denver this weekend or you know whatever it was that you know we would just money wasn't the number one concern um just being alive on monday was my thought you know but yeah i I would say like you know make personal goals in addition to like fitness goals and maybe I don't know. I, I just moved my finance to it. He won't mind that I say it on here to John Claude because I was like, um, you work hard to save your money. And I never really thought about it. I just kind of put it away. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe that isn't a, the best idea. This is your retirement. I, I never really thought about it. And moving it to him, for well, one, like, you know, somebody that I trust, but then two, like, I actually went and put money into my kid's nest account today because I saw him this morning and I forgot to do it. Oh yeah. Just seeing him makes me think about my own plan for the future. Um, so that was an intended result and it did work today. Cause it was, a, I don't know, I might've got to do it. Who knows when I would've got around to doing it. Yeah. That's really cool. That's cool to just have that sort of a little bit of a nudge, you know, just from a yeah. you know guy that you met through F3 and that you trust. I, you yeah. know, curious if, if any part of your, your journey and obviously share whatever you're comfortable with, but you know, like for me, I could not 
control, you know, drinking or using. And so then it, it led me down a certain path. Have you, you know, what sort of your, where are you at today? Are you, you feel like you've got good control over that stuff? Have you ever struggled with maybe feeling like you were leaning on the edge of addiction or has that been part of your story or? Yeah. You know, before it actually has, um, and I don't know if I was ever, I could, I love drinking beer. Um, mm-hmm. And F3 has really helped me with that, give me something else to do. And I, I don't know if I was ever an alcoholic, I'm just bored. Mm. So I would actually drink beer, you know, at the end of the day. And then my, my wife and kids would come home and said, you know, have another beer or two over dinner. And then they would go to bed pretty early. And I might be up till one or two in the morning working, which I didn't really mind. I didn't have anything else to do. But drinking beer made it an activity. Like, to me, that could make anything an activity. Like you're, you're working, well, if you're drinking beer, then that made it kind of fun. Um, but I regret it because of what it was doing to my body. I wasn't honest with my wife about it. Um, I was actually kind of, I would giggle about how much I could drink as a relatively small guy. <laughs> so, well, I put on weight over time because I do like to eat healthy, but then as soon as a couple beers go down, that flies out the window. Yeah. It all goes downhill in a hurry. But yeah, I'd drink, you know, I could drink 18 beers and be at work the next day. Yeah. You know, it was a relatively small guy that, and I thought it was funny for some stupid reason. Mm. Um, in an odd way, I'm kind of glad that it happened because there's so many re- regrets are also good life lessons to not, to learn to like not do that again. Yeah. Uh, but I think, one, having to get up, at, I love going to the workout, so having to get up, that's going to be miserable if you drink too much. So, yeah, I rarely drink at all anymore. You know, I'll go to that happy hour for F3, have two. Um, and doesn't take me very long, but <laughs> then I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll leave because yeah, I can put them away in a hurry. But, uh yeah, yeah, so that's a regret of mine, and I'm very thankful for F3, and honestly, real thankful. Clay, you were the first one I heard open up about. Uh, that to me, it, it was a huge weight off my shoulders to hear somebody else open up about, like, hey, this is something that I've done in the past. This is part of my journey, and I somehow ended up here regardless, you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. And then you hear other people do it, and you can kind of see it in people. Um, yeah. And they think they're hearing that other people have had similar you know, backgrounds and have made it through yeah. is kind of a blessing and gives you hope, huge weight off your shoulders, realize you're not the only one. Um, yeah. That, you know, we all have our reasons. Mine was, my wife would probably say I was an alcoholic. But to me, it's just, it's just boredom. Just yeah bored it got real bad during covid when i wasn't doing anything like i was just working right the four walls i'm surrounded by right now i mean that was that f3 this is that was my day man well and i guess i would just say i mean i think what we're hearing a lot i mean we're you know we're out of the pandemic obviously but i think that happened to a lot of people i think there were a lot of people that were just forced into this isolation and, and all the the stress, the uncertainty, the anxiety of what was going on, you know, with, with COVID, 
Um, cause I feel like I, I heard a lot of people that were like, for whatever reason, that's what they gravitated towards. And I think it was partly because we were bored and partly because like everything else was like, so, you know, such, so hectic. Right. And, um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think, yeah, no, I, I love, I appreciate you sharing that. And, you know, I think it's just, um, a, another example of like being around guys that are doing something different, you know, has a, yeah. a tremendous impact. So it's, I think it's really cool story to hear. And I guess, you know, as I'm thinking about just, you know, this journey that you're on, then I'm curious where, and maybe how, you know, faith plays a, a part in that for you. I don't know if you would share just, you know, I don't know if faith was a part of your life growing up, or if it's something that you, you're still sort of working on, but would love to hear that side of things. Yeah. So we, I'm not a big church guy. My family wasn't, I mean, they would go, we would go on occasion. Um, F3 has helped me just, I guess I've seen too many examples of the power of prayer, not to believe something mm-hmm. happens uh, when we come together and then you hear the good result, that that is good. Um, everything I'm thankful for F3 for is that, if you do have a tragedy, uh, I've got a friend that's he's he's not getting better from all you know. He's got cancer. And it's probably not getting better. That there is a a comfort blanket, knowing that these people are here for you. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and it feels good to be that for somebody else as well. Um, that that's comforting to me. And I like being able to provide that comfort to other people. It does make you think, you know, about your life as a whole. I guess that alone has helped me be a better, I feel like I'm a way better person because of F3, just more present around my family and especially my kids. Um, You know, I would love to go on Saturday morning. Sometimes we've gone really early and done, you know, really dumb stuff like well working out wise like really challenging activities and then go to the hour-long workout and then you know, i found myself falling asleep on the floor at noon you know like yeah. and then realizing like this is i like to do that but that's not the goal to not be able to be there for your kids mm-hmm. so that's helped me um but you know with the the third f component of f3 has been a couple of things kind of happened back to back that really changed my view. The first one was going to, I worked on that or donated to that angel drive, you know, for mm. the presence, the angel tree. And then, so a couple of us met up at cross train. We were having a beer and like getting everybody together. And then we we're going to divide up the list and go out shopping. And Gobbler calls the gal saying like, geez, we're going to need more lists or something because we end up with a lot more money. And, uh, he calls her and he thought he lost the connections. He's like, yeah, right. I don't know what to do. We have like $5,000. And this lady was on the phone and nothing, you know, we thought she was gone or whatever. And then she was just in shock, you know, and you could, you could hear the tears in her eyes, you know, you could hear it in her voice. And so that to me made me realize like instantly you know, the strength in numbers that we have Yeah. that one dude doing something nice. So you might give a couple hundred bucks or whatever, if you go crazy thousand bucks, but you know, we donate big sums of money to a lot of good causes that really make an impact. Okay. Um, 
that really felt good uh, to me. I guess the other thing that happened was when you're, they said at work, they said, don't forget to log your volunteer hours. And I was like, I don't think I have any. And I felt like, what a loser. Mm -hmm. I, I live a pretty charmed life, I would say. Yeah. And not do one thing for another person. I mean, that, that to me was, uh, I wanted to punch myself in the face. Mm -hmm. That's just felt like feeling awful. Um, so this, this to me is an outlet because I just kind of forgot about it. Like not having a local, when I worked with a local team, we'd go volunteer to paint a house or, you know, help with filling bags or whatever. And then you just kind of don't even think about that when it's not there in front of you until someone says, what you do to volunteer? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely yeah. nothing. Like what a selfish ass. Um, so this to me, I get really excited about the third app and so thankful for the people that lead that like squeaky and Vandalay, they do an awesome job. Um, and the impact that they've had you know, on our group and then in the community is insane. Yeah. I love that. That's such a cool story just to hear, you know, of like the, the reaction from, from that lady. And I, I remember, I feel like I remember seeing pictures of the like five or more shopping carts of gifts or whatever it was that we were ended up providing for her family. And um, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's really cool when you think about it. And, and ultimately like, um, you know, we're doing that uh, not because we want, you know, people that see us doing it, but we're doing it because there's a need, right? And then we have guys that are willing to help out. Um, so it's just, it's yeah. really cool to be, to have this group of like genuinely great people, you know, and great guys yeah. that all want to help. It's uh, yeah, a little bit rare. Yeah. What um, yeah, and the passion behind it to me is one of the most, the things that I'm most proud of being a part of three for, for sure. Yeah. I am curious too, you know, the, the other thing we always love to hear your perspective on is, is leadership. And so, um, you know, you've been in the workforce, you know, in leadership roles, but, you know, obviously in F3, it's a little bit different. So curious about, would love to hear like about your VQ uh, and then also like any, um, just whatever you would share with us about taking over steel mill and, and finding a successor for that site. Yeah. So my VQ Kind of happened on accident. Um, <laughs> well, Animal House was signed up to queue at Danger Zone before he was site queue. And then him and Gobbler, I think we were just jogging from station to station once at a beat down. Like, oh, you should probably be queue. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And Animal House is like, hey, I'm set up to queue here. How about we co-queue? And I was like, okay. And that's about how long it took. And then He's like, hey, how about I just help with like the introductions or something? Which I did want to do it by myself. Then, oh man, I, I've heard other people say this. It was certainly true for me. I don't even know if I slept the night before. Yeah. The thing that was going through my head though was these guys are getting up before dawn. You know, I want to make sure that they have a good workout. Mm -hmm. um, and I still, I guess to this day, yeah, I won't, I won't. I have a queue next week on Wednesday and I've got stuff on paper. Like I, I will definitely be, I will always be over-prepared if anything. Yeah. Um, I'll do, yeah, every exercise that I will queue, I, I will have done it in advance. Uh, oftentimes the whole workout, like I'll do it uh, just to make sure that it was worthy 
And I do, I know I have this passion in my mind that's like, my job that day, if I'm cute, is to murder these dudes. Yeah. If they want easy, they can stay in bed. You know, right. They chose hard. So, uh, but I'll always make it, you know, I can modify. I don't like running. Just somebody wants a break, just you can stay where you are. Just take it. Um, mm -hmm. But I don't know why that I got that in my head, but to this day, my plan, if you, sh you know, if somebody shows up, I'm, I'm trying to murder you. Because I thought, you know, if, if you don't want challenging, you'd be doing something else. So that's kind of how my VQ happened. The, the steel mill was, I was shocked that High Life asked me, you know, it passed before a year from him because he, uh, he moved. They were moving to Glenwood and he can't physically get back and forth in time for his wife to be at work. So I didn't feel like I was ready. I wanted to. I was so excited about it. Um, but at the same time, I, I couldn't tell you one thing that happened that flight past day. Like, I was so, so nervous, just terrified. I was worried about throwing up um, just because the nerves. Mm -hmm. So, um, And then when it happened, I thought it would be a lot harder job than maybe it is a hard job. And I just loved it. I love every second of it. Um, absolutely loved it. Um, yeah, I. It's hard for me to go to that respect beat down tomorrow because I, I want to be there. Um, but I want, I also don't want to be in, I don't know if I am or not, I should ask him, in his way, a sweet roll's way. He was, to me, he was, I wanted somebody who posted there all the time, worked hard, but still had fun. And most importantly, you could tell that they liked it as much as, you know, they loved that site as much as you do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, sweet roll was all those things. Um, it was very hard for me to pass that shovel. Um, almost, you know, it kind of becomes like part of who you are, you know, mm -hmm. that that's, I dreaded it. The only thing that made it livable, there was two things. One, sweet roll was, I can't believe nobody else gobbled him up to be their site cue. And mm -hmm. number two, like he, he, like that to me, he was, he's not just a good site cue. He was the perfect site cue for that site that he was good for the identity that we had built there. Uh, absolutely perfect fit. So very thankful for him. And the other thing was, that made sense to me is when I thought about it, like all of a sudden there was like some clarity of the mission of F3, plant, grow, and serve small workout groups for the invigoration of male community leadership. But that was, that's part of it. Being mm -hmm. a, your VQ, uh, being a site Q, that's part of it. That's part of our mission. And I guess with, honestly, in my, team at work i have a small team we get asked to do all kinds of crazy stuff that i'm thinking like do we are we even gonna look good we help this guy with this you know, like, <laughs> what route should we go down we've actually implemented our own that they i created it and then we all had to agree to it is our own mission statement and did that because of f3 but that helps whenever someone says should i work on this you know, it's short and simple. We start all of our meetings with it, just like we do at F3, yeah. uh, that you look to the mission statement to tell you, should you be doing this or not? Mm -hmm. And I don't know if this is, we've been doing it a little bit. About a month after we did that, the CEO of our company, there's thousands of people, you know, my little team of five, might've been a coincidence, I don't know, but he said, he told my boss, if we get any like the passion of that little team across the company, we'd really have something. But I think that's that, that has helped. Like, 
I thought it was stupid. I, I thought it was dumb. Like at the beginning of when I first came to F3, I thought this is dumb. Like, why do we do this every time? And everything that I didn't get when I first started coming are now my favorite things. Yeah. There's something about having that mission statement that, um, and then you say it every time, you know, just like, I don't know, it makes it hard to forget. And I think it's um, something that we're all, everybody that's showing up believes in, you know, the guys that don't believe in it or, you know, they, they tend to not uh, maybe come back, which, you know, they, they'll come back later in life is what I believe, but uh, (laughs) That's, uh, that's true. I am curious too, you know, as you think about, you, you mentioned sweet roll and um, you, you also mentioned leading a, a sort of a specialty site, right? It's, it's one of two yeah. AO. So I would be curious, what sort of advice would you have for um, maybe it's somebody that's uh, leading a, a weights site or specialty site, or maybe it's a guy who's shown up to a steel mill or a weights AO for the first time. What advice would you give them to be successful? Don't bring too heavy a weights. No, I've, I've <laughs> made that mistake. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I started with 20s. Very few people used 20s. Rooney would love it if I give him if I gave him credit for using 20s every time. He, he uses 10s. No, I'm just kidding. Rooney, uh, Rooney uses them and G-string uses them. 20s is a lot when you have them in your hands, typically for 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. You stood there with those weights in your hands, that's a lot. Um, but yeah, I would say... Uh, if you want to run, do it before. We don't run much there, unless like swipers on the queue. But uh, most of the guys we don't we don't run. Um, come with an open mind, and that that one for sure is you can you can get as much work as you want in there. Yeah. Meaning, like you know, a little bit of you can kind of fluff your form, and nobody's going to notice anything. But if you if you want to get after it, you can get an extremely different workout by just the you know, the amount of effort you put into it um, because you're typically standing right there lifting. Um, but it's fun. You know, if you're scared to cue it, um, definitely go to the site a couple times before you, at least once before you cue it. Um, maybe give you an idea of the vibe and you know, what, what happens. But uh, that's the advice I would, I would give those folks. Yeah. Um, that's great advice. I, I think... Um... It is. I can vouch for the don't bring too heavy of weights. I think I. I think on the launch, I maybe brought. I brought thirties to one, uh, and that I dropped them the halfway through. And then I. I did bring twenties on the shovel pass recently, and I was. I, I was slacking on the form definitely by the. By the yeah. End. But um, I'm curious, you know, as you think about, you know, just your your. Uh, life really your your journey and and sort of f3 this question from from wait time is really um like what's something that you thought was important before f3 and something that you realize is now more important anything in that area for you you know what yeah f3 for me it used to be and i heard somebody else mention this on a different one completely agree with it that you know what, f3 guys we ask we know different things about each other you might know that this guy used to have a substance abuse problem or he's afraid of public speaking, but a lot of us don't know what we do for work hmm. or what neighborhood you live in. I used to think that stuff was, yeah, first or second question. Sometimes I'd know what somebody does before I even knew their name. Um, at least now we know somebody's nickname. Yeah. But I mean, to me, that's, I thought that that stuff was important. Um, 
now it's I, I'm more curious about people's journey. That that's if there's one thing you'd say that like, for me it's you know, needing friendships is where I come back. But the one of the most rewarding things to me overall is witnessing a shared journey mm-hmm. and seeing people just have a different pep in their step. It really stuck out to me. I was downrange once, so I didn't know anybody. And a guy got out of his car and I was like, he didn't have a water bottle. That wasn't the key. <laughs> I was like, I bet that's an FNG. Just because of the way he was walking. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just sitting there <laughs> doing burpees, yeah. you know, uh, waiting for people <laughs> to show up. And I was like, I bet anything that's an FNG. And it was. Uh, but you know, to see the change in people, not just you know, physical, that's great. You know, but you hear people say, I used to be on all these meds. I'm no longer on these meds. I no longer use a sleeping machine. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're different, a different level of confidence. Um, that being a part, even if it's just a witness part of that journey is, and we all share in it together. We all, none of us would, would have shown up there at 445 this morning and go run on your own. Right. Um, the shared journey to me is, absolutely priceless um very thankful for it and that pushes us all to be i always come back to that strength in numbers anything we do you know third f first f second f that is the number (laughs) we need Uh each other but we're real good together um you know and individuals we all have our maybe our moments that we aren't proud of but hopefully learn from and then and so thankful for people, you know, yeah, again, you're the first one I heard do it. Mm. Just admit to, you know, previous mistakes and judgment errors. And I've made them too. But I, I, I would argue, though, that there's substance abuse guys, like, they don't care what happens to them working out. Like, mm. you think some guy used to, like, for me, I, I don't care if i get injured doing the apex i used to drink 18 beers a day like that i knew that wasn't good for me at least this has some positive benefit my only fear about getting injured is i want to come back tomorrow right well yeah i don't care what happens you made a comment earlier about um just being alive you know on monday right and and yeah when you when you've come from that mentality right where your your weekend starts on on tuesday and you know yeah um i do think um just there's just a sense of gratitude right like i i woke up today so really nothing is gonna you know, get in my way um you know and so i yeah i agree with you man i yeah. i'm curious too you know the other question i would have for you is as you're um just thinking about where you're at uh today you know and just you know lately with life what um is there anything you need prayers for or anything that if we see it, we should, we should be encouraging you about or anything in that space for you where we could support you more? No, I guess I would, I guess for me, it's just continuing to make the right decisions, which it's, yeah, I don't, I don't like tiptoe off the rail. I'm cannonballing off, you know, Mm. if I, if I make bad decisions, it's going to happen in a hurry. And this, uh, this group's been real good for me. Um, doing that I would ask for people to try to let go of whatever mental limitation they have on their first staff yeah um, so I think that that's sounds strange but 
if you do that, and then the guy next to you sees you do that, and the guy next to him sees it happen, you know, as a group, I think it's in my mind lately because my my kid went to a warrior gym over the weekend and there was it's an eight-year-old birthday party and none of them could get the warp wall 10 mm. foot, but they were all real close. And I was like, you're telling me none of these kids are 15% more athletic than the other one? It's my theory was I was talking with a mom about it. I bet if one of them gets it pretty soon, a bunch of them start getting it, that they can make it up to the top of that wall. But, you know, I think that we're maybe no different. Why are we always doing 20 push-ups? So why not 30 or 50 or whatever, you know, that um, push those, push your, get out, get your mind limits out of the way and yeah. you'll help the next guy do it. And I think as a group we'll be better. Yeah, I love that. It's it's almost like whatever you think you you know whatever you've got in your mind that you're going to do, double it, right? And and yeah, know, um, I always love. I think it's Goggins or what or one of those guys that that says you know like tell yourself you're going to go out and run three miles, and then when you're out there and you get to three, then then go three more. You know, <laughs> like like to, yeah. you know because if if you if you if you you know are talking to yourself and you're like, well, I'm I don't want to run thirteen miles. Well, tell yourself you're only running three, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, get out the door, you know. Sometimes you just got to get started. Um, yeah. Once you get out there, then you know. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, I love that. I do think you know it'd be interesting. I wonder if our apex leaders, uh, you know, hopefully they're listening and can, can maybe there's some some studies they can do. It would be really cool to just you know, what if they start telling people like fudging the the records a little bit, like yeah, they come out with the real numbers later in the year, but. Yeah. Anything else, man? You know, I, I know um, you just, you know, I think you've got a really, uh, really great, uh, strong passion for just what we're trying to do in F3. And I, I just, I love, you know, you, you light me up when I'm around you. Uh, and so I just appreciate that. I don't know, anything else you feel like that we maybe didn't get a cover or didn't get, you didn't get a share? I keep staring at this guitar in your background. So I, I can't oh, ask you about music I, if you play at all. But Yeah, I, I used to play a lot. Now it's the ones... So with my six-year-old, the ones I like are up on the wall because mm. otherwise the ones that aren't up on the wall don't have six strings on them. Anymore. Oh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so but uh, no, I guess, yeah, I'm very passionate about keep giving it away. And um, you know, at my age, I would say we need to not let our friends get old. Because, mm. um, yeah, some of my friends are at, what I would consider you know, potentially a point of no return. Like you better start by walking, buddy. You know, that yeah. that's, uh, and I, yeah, I'm terrified of getting to that point myself. You know, someday it's going to happen, but you know, that starts, it doesn't start when you, <laughs> you got to do something before you're at that point, you know? So oh. just keep giving that away. I guess um, from somebody who has lived some years unhappy with themselves, me, a red flag that I would notice, you got good friends that post pictures, like post Facebook all the time. They're never in a picture. They won't post a picture of themselves. Mm. That's red flag, man. That was me. That was a big wake up call for me was when I, I would hope anything in the world would happen before we went to get family photos. Mm. I storm in June, you know, <laughs> I yeah. didn't want to be in a picture because I didn't, I, I hated myself. Man. Oh. And that's a lonely time. And I think this group can help people with stuff like that. Both with, you know, and all three of us, they're all important to getting out of the, digging out of a hole. 
Yeah. You got to feel good about yourself physically, have some friendships, realize that other people have walked in these shoes. To me, it's been a huge, huge benefit to hear people that you really look up to and admire say that they've struggled at points in their life or even something didn't go their way. You know, that, that to me is like, okay, other people have done this. We can learn from this. You know, you're not, you're not the lone ranger of something didn't go your way. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a huge weight off my shoulders, keeps me going and makes me more willing to share my own setbacks in life. And maybe somebody else can learn from my setbacks before they have them happen to them uh, because I have from other people. I want to give that back. Yeah. Man, this has been awesome. And I just thank you for being vulnerable and just for, for sharing your story. And thank you for your continued love of burpees because it gets lonely sometimes <laughs> on, on Burpee Island. So I know there's at least one guy I can always reach out to. Yes. And, hey, you want to do this burpee challenge? So I appreciate you, man. Let's uh oh, you too. Uh, I'll be doing. We'll do a little namerama here. Uh, All right. Start us off. Brandon Flea Hardy, 37, the plague. The plague. Ah! <laughs> Aaron Thomas, 51, Duracell. Duracell, respect. And is is there like the Energizer Bunny? Or I guess that's the Energizer, not Duracell, so it wouldn't work. Yeah. You know, I have zero callback whatsoever. Yeah. Never had one. Um I don't know. You got room for the respect now, then. You don't have to yeah, worry about yeah, yeah. It is tough if a guy has both respect and a callback. It's yeah. like, Mr. Hanky, that one's tough. <laughs> He's got um, both. Hey, man, this this is great. And uh, just thank you. Thanks for being you and uh, for your friendship and your your leadership. Thank you. Really appreciate the time and the opportunity to be on here. Great seeing you. You too, man. Have a good day. You too. All right. Bye.